0: How's it going? Welcome to the Rip Griffin Show Podcast. My name is Rip Griffin. Today, I'm going to be joined by a guest, Rob Fontenot of Astros Baseball Podcast. Rob was kind enough to come on for a few minutes to kind of talk a little Astros Baseball with me. Uh, It was one of those things where uh, Rob and I had kind of been talking back and forth on Twitter this week, trying to schedule a time to kind of get together. Uh, Just kind of worked out where we both had a little bit of a downtime. Rob and I got on for a few minutes, kind of talked a little Astros Baseball Kind of talked about how Rob got into podcasting. He gave, me, he gave me a lot of great insight and information to kind of help me guide me as I continued my quest and in, in the podcasting world. Um, to all those that have listened so far, I'm still relatively new to this. I'm a, I'm a newbie, rookie, whatever you want to call me. But uh, Rob was able to kind of give me some insight into how to go about and kind of not get discouraged and things like that. And of course, also too, we talked a lot of Astros baseball. So, without further ado, here's my interview with Rob Fonteno of Astros Baseball Podcast. All right, I am joined by Rob Fonteno, host of the Astros Podcast. Rob, how you doing today?
1: Pretty good, sir.
0: How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just trying to keep our keep myself busy in this in this time where we have no baseball, no sports. Uh, uh, how how are things going on uh, your your neck of the woods right now?
1: just been staying home with the wife and uh the only time I ever leave the house is when we need some kind of food or some kind of you know, something from the grocery store. That's about it. But right. mostly we're just staying home and kinda of like you, staying busy trying to make podcasts, you know, just to make the time pass, you know.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. This is this is all new to all of us. I think uh I've got young kiddos ages eight and three and they're kinda of going stir crazy right now and asking about going back to school and we kind of have to tell them, you know, you can't go back right now. Uh it's you know, to with everything that's going on and they're kind of kind of understanding it a little bit, but hopefully uh things will kind of get better, things will kind of um the peak, the the flattened the curve will start to go down as well. So hopefully from there, you know, we'll we'll get back to normal soon and maybe we'll get the you know some baseball here. Um so it's one of those things we just gotta keep pushing through for right now.
1: So, yeah, it kind of feels like we're living in a movie right
0: now. Right? Exactly. Real. Exactly. Uh, is there anything, uh, do you Do all uh, watch Netflix or Hulu or anything like that? Or
1: Well, my wife will watch those uh, Hallmark movies 24 hours a day. <laughs> so she, she watches that. And uh, normally we watch baseball. I mean, we watch every Astro game possible. And now she's watching Hallmark, and today I just barely talked her into watching the Planet of the Apes trilogy with me, the newest one, and she enjoyed the first one, so we started the second one, but she's kind of like, kind of dozed off a little, <laughs> right when you, you know, you asked me to come on, so it was pretty, it's perfect timing.
0: Perfect, yeah, that's that, that's always good your, timing. Your
1: girls, are, your girls are down, my girls are down.
0: Yeah, time. perfect time to jump on a podcast for a little bit. So... One of the things I'm kind of I'm kind of I'll be honest I'm new to the podcasting You know this is something that's kind of a hobby for me right now I'm kind of wanting to get into maybe uh, to kind of branch out and get more as I get more established So I wanted to kind of get your your take on how you got into podcasting and uh, how how long you've been doing that
1: um, I've been doing it for over two years I started in February of eighteen. And the way I got started is uh there were some guys at work that were talking about. They're trying to think of a good topic uh, for a podcast because they wanted to make one. And every once in a while, you'll get ads on your Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And I saw an ad for Anchor. And it said, pod, you know, you make your own podcast or whatever. So I clicked on it. And, then, and I was like, man, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And then when I go to work, I'll tell these guys, hey, you know, I found... I found some way to do one. And so before I recorded it, I had to think, well, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, I got to try to put a little show together, but what am I going to talk about? And so I just I came up with the idea that I need to do something that I'm passionate about and something that I love. So I chose the Astros, and I just did a show uh, trying to predict the 25-man roster for the season, and about five people listened to it you know, and it was just like, you're saying it was just a hobby, you know, and then like a couple of months later, you know, the next, I guess the next month they went from about 200 people to over a thousand and it just kept growing and growing. And, and, uh, I don't know. I just got hooked and I just kept doing it and it's, it's fun. It's a, it's a real fun hobby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm experiencing that as well. And, uh, it's one of those things, you know, a few downloads here and there, I, I get excited. I'm like, okay. Uh, it's just a matter of just kind of keep putting myself out there and just kind of just, you know, hopefully that be like yourself and kind of just, yeah, get those few downloads. Next thing you know, just have it take off from there. And, and uh, you know, I was kind of just wondering what to do as far as podcasting myself. And I've always been grown to baseball, um, just a baseball fan in general. Uh, I'm big time. I'm an Astros fan as well. I was excited when they won the 2017 World Series. And so, I kind of spent about the last year or so kind of planning you know podcasting how I wanted to do it, what I wanted to do it. and finally I, I just said, I'm, I'm gonna do it, just just launch it, just put it out there. And I've had a lot of fun doing it. so, uh, yeah. definitely you know having you come on is is great inspiration for to keep going and and you know see how this thing you know blossoms and grows. So one of the things I wanted to ask you, I was listening to your podcast the other day. And uh, uh, you've you got a phone call from mm-hmm. from the Astros organization. Would you be able to briefly talk about that and kind of shed some insight as to what's going to happen possibly this season?
1: Yeah, I was the guy that uh, from the ticket office that sold me the season tickets. I have uh, the, the weekend plans. So I just have tickets for every Saturday and Sunday's home games. And they'll reach out to you and kind of tell you what's going on or whatever. And so he told me, and I was kind of surprised by this, he said that MLB is planning on starting the season on May the 11th. And he said, the good news for you is opening weekend will be at home against the Yankees. Oh, wow. And so, you know, I was pretty excited about that, you know. And because uh, this the opening week this year was on Thursday. And so then he, he, he also called to tell me that Uh, so between the start of the season and may 11th having the weekend plan or the weekend plan, I'm going to miss four series. So I'll miss eight games. And so he said, MLB isn't, isn't getting refunds for the tickets. They're giving you credits to buy tickets for other games. And so I don't know what's going to happen. So, I I mean, I was kind of thinking I'd rather have my money back, but, if they add the uh the games to the end of the season, like the ones they missed and move them to the end, uh, you know, then I guess you'll have first shot at those tickets. And this guy was saying that uh they're not gonna take days off, they're gonna double headers on Sundays. And he said MLB's plan is to, to uh play one hundred and sixty two games. Oh and wow. I just think that's very, very aggressive.
0: Yeah. Do you think uh Guys like like Justin Verlander, who's coming off uh, that growing surgery, and he also had that injury to his lat. Do you think that might uh, hinder his performance going into the season?
1: Um. Yeah, I kind of spoke about that before. That uh, you know he may not be the Justin Verlander we're used to when he comes back. However, this uh, season getting delayed it's kind of benefiting us some, you know, anyone that's injured, we got, you know, some older guys, you know, they don't have to play the whole season, but man, if they, if they do these double headers and no days off, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're going to have to expand the roster or something. Cause I mean, that's a lot of games and it's a lot of outings for the pitchers. If you only have five in the rotation. So I, I think it's really aggressive and I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think the layoff, Kind of helps Verlander, or it'll help him get uh, recuperated or ready for the season. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be one of those things. where just uh, only time will tell to to kind of see how it goes uh, from the start and kind of progresses into it. Uh, I, I was I read something about uh, high prior uh, agent Scott Bores who was wanting you know Christmas uh, to have a World series on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think something like that's going to happen. Honestly, uh, I, I think uh, like you're talking about double headers. Uh, honestly, I see more of the season kind of starting around uh, June. It, it just kind of just basically uh, on what we've, we've heard on the, on the news and whatnot. And this this whole uh, coronavirus and the, the flattening of the curve and how uh, how it's kind of taking over everything. I, I, I would like to see baseball start up May 11th. That would be awesome. Um, mm. but, uh, but only, only fingers crossed. We can only hope. Right. But, um, yeah. so, but, um,
1: uh, he, he did speak about the season going longer and the playoff games going longer. So the, uh, you know, playing world series and playoff games and neutral sites might happen. Right. You have someone like the Yankees, the Red Sox, you know, the, you know, all these teams that play outside Minnesota. I mean, they're not going to be able to have play play uh, playoff games there in December.
0: Yeah, no. So, I, I
1: mean, the neutral site thing—I think it's going to happen. I mean, and it seems like MLB is going to do anything they can to get to 162 games and make that money. They already said they won't play in empty stadiums until it's safe for everybody to be out there. So they're they're there to get their money, right? That's for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. At the end of the day, it's 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 one it's a business. And, and so they they've got to try to recoup their losses as well as just as, as well as everybody in this in this situation that we're all in. So it'll be interesting to, interesting to see how this kind of uh, goes about going forward. Um, so one of the things also too I wanted to, to ask you is what uh, kind of change gears a little bit. Uh, is there something? Uh, is there anybody within the organization that you've as far as players that you've met that? Um, You've kind of got autographs or anything from?
1: No, not recently. Um, I guess the last person I got an autograph from was uh, Colby Rasmus when they would do the uh, caravan. He came He came over to the academy by my house, and that's it. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't, I've never – the last autograph at the game I got was Lance McCullers. The day he got called up, the day before his uh, debut – he started at the dugout and he worked all the way down the wall as far as he could go signing everything. Uh, he signed our ticket stub and I took, and my, I took a picture of him and my wife together. So he was just a green young kid. He wasn't the cool dude that he is now, but that's all I had. And then just, I buy some cards. Now I'm kind of getting addicted to, uh, these cards from this guy on uh, named eight a- a- uh, eight Astros A to Z on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's, he sells those cards to raise money for his kids, for his students. Okay. And so I have I have Larry Durker, and uh, they're all up there. Bob Watson, Alan Ashby, Luis Valbuena, Oh wow. Billy Wagner. I have all of those now, but but yeah, back in the day, like 97, 99, I don't know, somewhere around there. I took my daughter to a game when she was about four. And Jose Lima called her down, and uh, he had a ball behind his back, and he gave, and he, you know, he pulled it back and gave it to her. And then uh, I called Billy Wagner over there, and he signed it for me. So I still have that ball.
0: Oh wow, very but, nice. But that's
1: all I got—just the two, like live and in person autographs. Just two. That's it.
0: Oh okay, okay. Yeah, it's, we always when we try to go to the games, we usually get the right when the first things right before the first pitch. So it's kind of hard to kind of get down and get down any autographs or anything. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that, you know, as, as my girls get older, kind of introduce them more into the sport of baseball and kind of, you know, let their, their imaginations and, and kind of their excitement for the game kind of, you know, uh, blossom on its own. So I'm hoping to get them uh, to see some more baseball games soon. Hopefully whenever this kind of picks back up but you mentioned I think
1: it's possible. Oh. So my wife didn't watch baseball before I met her <laughs> and we started going to games together in 2013 and she'll watch them when I'm not even home.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. So,
1: I mean, she loves them just as much as I do.
0: Yeah. My- so I,
1: I think you, I think you'll have a good shot at it. I think the <laughs> girls will love it. It doesn't matter if they're girls, they're going to
0: love them. Oh, absolutely. Once, once
1: you start taking them, they're going to love it.
0: Absolutely. I, my, my wife, you know, bless her. She, she sat through the, you know, the entire 2019 postseason because uh, I pretty much told everybody this is what's going to be on TV, and we, we we sat down and we she watched it with me, so she kind of got into the, the the baseball spirit a little bit as well. So, which is which was fun for me because I, I can kind of you know introduce her into the game. So, but uh, kind of go back a little bit. You mentioned Lance McCullers. Uh, I know he'll probably fit into that third rotation spot. Uh, do you think that he, uh, coming off of Tommy John, uh, I, I, kinda, I know we kind of saw in spring training a little bit, you know, his, his off-speed stuff was working, good command of the fastball. Uh, do you think Dusty Baker might even kind of uh, put him on an innings limit or you think you might just let him go and and say, you know, go get him?
1: Yeah, for sure. What I've read that they're going to have him on a pitch count. And uh, I was kind of curious how they were going to do that. If they were going to, you know, limit his pitches per game. Uh, but what I've what I've discovered when I'm looking stuff up is that they'll ju- they're just going to skip some games. They don't want him to pitch every time he's uh, it's his turn because they want him to be ready for the postseason, for the end of the season. But he's definitely going to be on a pitch now.
0: Right. I, I think that'd probably be the best just going right now because we don't know what's going to happen as far as the season getting started. So uh I think putting him on a pitch count uh would probably be the best. Uh and then, you know, let him go in the postseason. Just you know, if he's if he's got a, a complete game shutout going, you know, let him finish it. Um Yeah. So I don't know, I, I'm I'm interested to see how this season is going to kinda of take place. Um, uh, you know, we're all in uncharted waters in the way of this, this whole coronavirus thing. So but you no, know, we'll see what we'll see what's going to happen. Um,
1: that would be one thing that benefits us as well. If they do a shortened season, that's less time McCullers has to be rested. So if he's on a pitch count, then it, we'll have him for more games. So that that kind of benefits us. It benefits us for him to be on a pitch count and also Verlander. Uh, it's giving him time to recuperate. So. I don't know if it's a shortened season. I think this is kind of going to help us a little
0: bit. Yeah. So let me ask you this: When uh, you know they got all, the the team got a lot of criticism before spring training started, obviously because of everything that happened uh, with the whole sign stealing and whatnot. Normally, I don't like to talk about it too much because it's it, it's it's something that kind of just took over the off season. But yeah. given this layoff. Is do you think that maybe a lot of the, especially when the team travels to a different, uh, like you know Los Angeles, New York, do you think the the fan base in those uh, locations might kind of hold back? I mean, not not be so aggressive as the way of <laughs> in the way of of no no no
1: they're gonna let them have
0: it yeah.
1: <laughs> they're they're uh, they're just waiting, and now it's even worse. Because I mean, if the Astros, th- this is what I was arguing with the guy yesterday. the The Astros are posting like little coloring pages, yeah, for for you to print out and give to your kids. And it's like, hey, here's a here's a picture and some activities for your kids. And it's like, cheater, cheater, give the trophy back, you know. And it's like, come on, dude, these are you know the coronavirus is going on, the world is in shambles, you know. Just let let these guys post something for the kids. You don't got to attack them every time. You know, the the, the poor guy doing the social media page for the Astros didn't cheat. None right. of us cheated on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, you're you're directing your anger at the wrong people.
0: Right. No, exactly. I so, I, I think So, yeah,
1: they're not going to. They're going to let them have it.
0: <laughs> no, I, it, it's one of those things that's kind of... Uh, it, it's flooded the 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 media market and it's kind of one of those things it's just getting it's just getting really old to be honest I think uh you know mm-hmm. and, and one of the things that that kind of just didn't sit well with me is right after all this this coronavirus started happening is you know these these astros players are uh stepping up for their organization George Springer giving a hundred thousand dollars to help pay for the employees uh, salaries uh you know alex Bregman coming in and donating uh you know, what was a hundred thousand dollars to the to the Houston Food Bank. Um, you know, these guys are stepping up to help their community. I mean, the same thing that happened in uh, two thousand seventeen with Hurricane Harvey. And these guys aren't getting enough credit in my opinion. I think they kinda uh everybody's been so you know taken over with this science and anything that they really fail to realize how good these guys are and how well they're they're taking care of their or The employees of the organization, their community uh, just saw something today where Justin Verlander and Kate Upton uh, are donating weekly checks to different organizations. So, I mean, these guys are, I mean, yeah, they're professional athletes, but they're human as well. And they're they're trying to do a lot of good for their community, which is uh, I, I hate for that to be to go unnoticed just because of something that happened two or three years ago.
1: Yeah. They're good guys. Definitely. They do a lot of stuff for the community and you know, we love them because we know them better than people from bailing the other fans. They only know them as cheaters. And I don't know if you've got a chance to hear the Evan Gaddis podcast, but the, uh, the guy, I don't know, seven two five something. It's a Braves podcast. And, uh, they had Evan Gaddis on there and, and I mean, he gave a real honest, you know, statement. I mean, he, I think he did a really good job, but he doesn't have nothing to lose. You know, he's not on the team anymore, but uh, he just said, you know, they got wrapped up in it yeah, and nobody could stop it. That's what, that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, well, how come you couldn't stop it? And it's like, well, the whole team's doing it. Like one guy is not going to be able to do anything.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I mean, and, you know, AJ Hinch, he tried to stop it, I believe, but uh, you kind of have to, kind of get in that mindset of, of the manager, because when you lose one or two players on that key players on that, on a, on a, a clubhouse, you've pretty much lost the entire team. And mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of see, I mean, I, I heard bits and pieces of that interview he did with Tom Verducci, but uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards AJ Hinch. I, I, I think uh he just thought he was doing what was best uh in the mindset of, you know, the, having the players' backs and and you know letting them kind of be themselves and it's an unfortunate situation that happened. Uh, but uh, do you think to kind of lead into this? Do you think AJ Hinch will manage again?
1: Uh, I don't know. I know a lot of people uh, they want him back with Houston. Because a lot of people like him. He's a good manager. He communicates well with the team. And, uh, but I'm not on that side. I, I just, I, I don't respect him at all. That he should have had control over that team and he should have stopped it. And I talked about this one time, my wife brought this up. She She came in the room when I was sleeping and she's like, why didn't they just stop doing it? You know, everybody in there is talking bad about him on TV. You know, she's really upset. She's like, they're all calling him names, and they're all, you know, being mean to him. Like, why didn't A.J. Hinch just stop it? Couldn't he have told them what was going to happen to them if they got caught? And even Gaddis said, you know, we, we were living in fear. We knew with all the people involved that they were going to get caught. But anyway, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big A.J. Hinch fan. I was, but I'm not now because I want a guy that can control his team. I mean, if he didn't want it to happen, he could have stopped it. But what I got out of that Verducci interview is that that he was scared. Not really scared, but he didn't want to disrupt the chemistry between him and the players. But, you know, maybe he could have said, look. And also, you know, they have this small excuse of that uh, Luno didn't give them the memo that they have to stop or the coach – and the general manager were going to get in trouble like but he could have told him that you know like hey if you guys don't stop this you're going to get me you're going to get me fired you want me to lose my job you know but i I just think he should have stopped it and he didn't so your question is he going to is he going to manage again i don't know i think so i think someone will give him a chance i definitely know he won't let this happen again
0: right oh absolutely i i think uh you know, with Dusty Baker coming in I think uh I think he's the right man for the job um <laughs> yeah uh, I I think um you know I I'm always, I've always been a big Dusty Baker fan uh even uh, I think he got the short in the stick at uh in Washington uh, you know every team that Dusty has been on uh since the San Francisco Giants you know, have been lineups that have been kind of subpar and he's always brought them back up to the, to uh, the team up to playoff contention. Now he's got Mm -hmm. one of the best lineups in baseball. Uh, I I think this is, this is the year that, you know, I think he's going to win his world series. I'm going to go ahead. I I, kind of made up of a, I went on the record on my last podcast that said that the winner of the World Series is going to come out of the the West, whether it's going to be the National League West or the the American League West. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I think the Astros are going to go ahead and win the World Series because they've got that us against the world mentality uh, that they're they're going to be out to prove everybody wrong. They're going to uh, basically they're, they're going to shut everybody up is what I I personally feel it's going to happen. So it's, that's kind of why we need baseball to get back. So we can let these guys get back to work and they can, you know, get back to doing what they're doing and then they can go ahead and, uh, and, and take it all. Honestly,
1: they have to be good. There's no choice. If they get second or third place in the West and miss the, miss the playoffs or anything like that, every that's all the ammunition everybody needs. Look, they can't do it without cheating but they have to they have to have a good season to prove they I think they need to have a good season to prove that they didn't do it last year right because I honestly believe they didn't do it last year the stuff with the buzzer without two of these the most ridiculous stuff in the world and but you know you you commit the crime and you're gonna be you're gonna be a, you're gonna be uh, accused of doing it again
0: yeah oh absolutely they did,
1: they did it to themselves
0: mm-hmm Oh, absolutely, and I think, uh, you know, once they're able to kind of uh, silence the the naysayers, then uh, this will all kind of be an afterthought after this. So, but uh, that's about all I got for today, Rob. I appreciate you taking the time to kind of come on with me for a little bit, talk a little Astros baseball. Uh, hopefully, we'll get back to doing baseball soon. Uh, that way, we can we can see what these guys are uh, can can win it all.
1: Yeah, that'll be nice. I can't wait for baseball to start again.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> All right, Rob, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time with me this afternoon. Um, we're stay safe. Um, you know, just just keep going, and, and hopefully we'll kind of get through this this coronavirus deal.
1: All right. Well, thanks for having me on. It was fun. And if you ever want me to come back, just send the invite, and I'll, I'll do
0: it. Oh, absolutely. We're have to do this again soon. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. A special thanks again to Rob Fontenot of Astros Baseball Podcast for coming on the show for a little bit, talking a little Astros baseball with me. Be sure to catch the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can catch me on Twitter at RipGriffin2 or on Facebook.com forward slash the Rip Griffin Show. Send me a message. We'll talk about your team. All right, guys, we'll talk soon.